Shut up and sit down. everyone welcome to epic fail episode 181 before we get going i just want to let everyone know that audio only is back and better than ever thanks to a submission via a friend uh kara from the ctr guild on airy peak us for the warcraft game and she does her own podcast things for star trek and stuff like that suggested a website and it is literally auto-posting to pretty much everywhere. And I believe as of earlier today, if you have something that is audio only, it will be available. You can look us up anywhere. Google, uh, Apple, uh, even Stitcher and all the other ones that I can't even remember. So, yay! So I will say pre-thank-yous and shout-outs to Kara for said suggestion. On to tonight, we don't have Galv. I will sit here and wait until your applause is over. Okay, okay, calm down. You, no more applause. Stop. It's okay. He will be back, so you can stop your applause now. In his place, I've got much better replacements. I've got a gnome... Hello. Hello. And I've got a shaman or a paladin or Mario or a Zelda or a Star Fox or whatever it is he's playing this week. I've been many things. I am many things. (laughs) So I've got Frasley all the way over and in the middle. Barf, a bonus level, whatever he's going by this day. Griff slam chest, you know, whatever. That, that's a, a joke that you'll never... Okay. Yeah. How have you guys been doing? I do have one pre, pre-show request from Theory. My first question is, how has your week, work week been going this week? My my work week's been going pretty well. I mean, nothing uh, out of the ordinary. It's been there. Today was in a running a webinar class all day, so that was fun. Being hunched over a laptop while people are doing stuff they're not as interested in. <laughs> How about you, Barf? How has your work week been going? Uh, it was good. I had normally. Normally, I, I'm a banker, and normally I'm just in the branch five days a week. Um, but this week, I was in training like three days out of the five. It was it was weird. Like I had to drive all the way over to Philly, and it's it was a whole thing. But um, 
they weren't hard days, so I guess it's it was fine. Okay. Why are we all talking about work? Theory wants to know how we're doing at work. Theory wanted that to be the first question. He wanted me to ask it of Galv, but Galv isn't here, so I asked it to both of you. Oh, all right. Yeah. Something's going on at Gal's work. I see how it is. No, <laughs> it had nothing to do with that. It, it was a he, he was trolling or attempting to. I never troll anybody yeah. ever. Theory, I, go back to your swap blaster. Yo, swap blaster is a sacred tradition, and I would. Thank you not to mock it. Yeah. Um, as a note, the elevator in the new raid doesn't kill people when you stand under it. Right. Yay! So I found out about that because somebody said happy. The, the elevator doesn't kill anybody. It's okay. And then a bunch of people walked under the elevator and I'm no dummy. I played this game long enough. I stood back. I waited for it to land. I had like... Uh, I I I saw the elevator descending, and I started to click resurrection. Like I was ready to go. I was bringing everybody back, and then it didn't crunch anybody. And I was like, okay. Weirdly, we're in a raid, and somebody told the truth. That's we. That's odd. But it's okay. We're all going to rise the elevator up and go fight a thing. But I was ready. But to make up for that, my paladin who. Is not a mage, so has no mage portals. Used an item in a, in raid, and it is called Jaina's Locket. Yeah, that's a fun one. I do that to people sometimes. I put it over top of a mage's portal to Boralus. People were so confused when they went to North Rendalaron. Old Dalaran, yeah. yeah. And no one expected the paladin who can't produce. Mage portals. So that was fun. Anyway. How, how's your weeks in gaming, Ben? I'm going to... Um, Frasley, you went first last time, so Barf, how, your week this week. Oh, my week in gaming was quite busy. First of all, um, let's see. Uh, we had the Converted Podcast on Monday. That counts as a gaming thing. We had Jay Falcon on. He ran through, if I can... Uh, shame, shamelessly plug my other show he ran through the second set of three bosses like LFR wing two of um, the battle of razzle dazzle or, or whatever blizzard's name is for it um, walked us through opulence the council of trolls and king featherhead and then you know gave us the whole the whole spiel on it and then on Tuesday the rubber chickens went in and actually defeated a number of those bosses we uh, we were able to get through Opulence pretty quickly. Um, we really struggled on him last week, but then this week we kind of just crunched him. And then uh, same thing kind of happened with the Troll Council. We were struggled a little bit, but we got there, and then we got in a couple of pulls on Rastakhan. So that was really exciting. Um, and then after that, I did... Um, Let's see. I, I did a little bit of streaming. I played some Star Fox, and I played some Metroid 1 for the people. You know, they like the retro games. I bring it to them. That's what they hear. That's what they're here for. Um, and then Thursday was Valentine's Day. So, of course, I spent my Valentine's Day leveling a paladin in uh, Voldoon. Uh, Silverbolt and I each had 110 horde side uh, characters. So, we spent a couple hours trying to figure out what was going on with the fox people and the snake people and the, all the, the bugs and the whatnots. 
And that brings us to, I didn't do anything yesterday in gaming, really. So that brings us to today. Oh, and I played Zelda today. I've had quite the busy week. Mm -hmm. And I'm downloading a brand new game on my Switch. Oh, my goodness. Have you guys heard of this game? It just came out for Switch. It's super new. It's called Diablo 3. It's super new. It just came out like a couple of months ago. I don't think it's very popular. People aren't playing it. But I got a chance to play it, and it's really killer. It's not on the phone, so yeah, I don't. I, I don't have a phone. I can't play it. Well, this is the Switch one. If you if you wanted the mobile one, that's coming out later. And sarcasm aside, I'm getting that. Me I too. am I, getting it. I'm getting. I the, played it on the con floor. I had a great time. I'm getting that game. Um, but uh, the last time Silver was in town, she brought her Switch with her, and she has a copy of Diablo, and we were playing it on console. And I got to be honest, man, I think that's a console game. I don't think that that's a PC game. <laughs> it's so good on console. It's bananas. And I had never played it on console, so I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm all in on this. So I, I am currently running the, that download right now. The controls are amazing of it. I mean, I like playing Diablo 3 because there's just something about it in it fits so well, and I know uh, Scruffy's been playing a ton of Diablo 3. I know uh, Michael's been playing a lot of it, so it's it's what everybody who has a Switch, it's one of the games to get. The other game to get right now for Switch, if you have an online subscription, if you have the Nintendo Online thing, the $20 a year thing, get you that Tetris game, man. They just announced this crazy Tetris game. It's if you haven't heard of it, I'm going to blow your mind right here. Are you ready for it? It's Tetris Battle Royale. That's what it is. It's a Tetris Battle Royale game. It's you and a 99 other schlubs, and you're all playing Tetris against each other. And it's it's bonkers. It's called Tetris 99. Get it. It looks pretty, and it plays. It's just it's so good. I've been playing a ton of it. I got like what, sixth place earlier this afternoon. Was it last year know. or the year before that they teased that? And people were like, that oh, can't be Oh, I don't ever remember thing. seeing a teaser for it. But then again, I don't pay very close attention to the... To the I don't know if it was games. a tease for it or a leak or someone was like, "What? you know what they're going to do? They're going to make a Tetris Battle Royale. And because I remember, like, as soon as I thought, I was like, I remember seeing something like that before. I couldn't find the info. So, you know, it might have been one of those weird fever dreams that I just make crap up in my head and oh that looks familiar. You've never seen this before. No, really, it looks familiar. I know that. Yeah. That's me a I, lot. I it would not be the first time it happened to me. I swear up and down there was a movie that came out that I swear up and down I'd already seen and it literally had just come out in theaters like three years later or something like that. I was like, No, I saw this years ago. You have a two and a half hour deja vu? I have years and years deja vu. Like I no, 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 no. I mean, like, you got to the movie theater and watched a movie you'd already seen that just came out, and you're like, well, all right, I guess I'm in the Matrix. Yeah. Where's Keanu when you need him? <laughs> I've been asking myself that so much. Frasley, what'd you do in video games? So this week, I was on the Horde side. Just having a lot of fun in my horde, so I I'm, I'm all alliance, but I'm like I need to see what's happening with the story, especially with that mount coming out for completing both sides of the story. I, I got to do it, so I have my hunter who just made it into Legion, and I missed so much of hunters in in Legion because having two pets is amazing. I see why Silver loves hunters; they're so much fun. I've got like my Buckbeak and then a little foot. It's just it's it's a, so much great, and I've been doing that all week and. Having a great time on stream, streaming for people, 
And the best thing I've played in the entire week, Twitch Sings. So Twitch invited me to their karaoke of Twitch Sings. And you get licensed songs. And you, like I played like a whole new world. I played, my favorite was can you feel the love tonight and all, all that. I mean, it's just so much, just so much fun. Like you realize like, how much you don't know the words until you have to sing it and make a fool of yourself on camera. So that is like going to be the best game of the century when it comes out. It's in beta. You can sign up right now. And I've, I had like a duet yesterday with somebody. So I'm so excited. I'm going to pass on that game. I'm well aware of my, Lack of singing skills. Me too. I'm. I mean, I'm not gonna say that if I would attempt it, the camera in front of me would break, but it might. See, that's impressive. Usually, you, we use our looks to break cameras, but you're gonna sing to the camera and break it. That's. It takes a special person. I well really. Bear in mind, I got a special camera. The, the The lens is reinforced. That's why it hasn't broken with my face yet. So, it'll be entertaining whenever, if I ever, ever try to sing, which isn't going to happen. Like, we'll I, do a duet. I, I can sing in my head, and it'll sound fine. But out my mouth, not so much. I'll lead you in a, into a duet, Draven. There'll be one day you and I will sing in a duet. You do not have enough money to pay me to do that. There is no Only such thing been... as getting me to sing in public. That it's not a happening thing. Only because I've been rewatching Community, the duet I'd like to see the two of you sing is somewhere out there from an American Tale. Ooh. It... Somewhere out there and I'll, I'll stop there because i need the i need the lyrics in front of me so I don't mess the pale moonlight come on belt it you can do it the only chance you would have would either be rocky horror a song Let's from that time more again or maybe more likely something from sweeney todd but a very select watch. one or two of those not just any of them but there's a select one or two that maybe you have but a fascinating selection of show tunes. I oh, not doing Wicked, or you're not doing like it's no, it's it's Sweeney Todd or Rocky Horror. I'm sure. I well, mean, there might be maybe Nightmare Before Christmas. Maybe I know a couple of those songs. I know when you would like You're in Town. That is one that every quiet person in choir loves. This musical You're in Town. You can do it. I believe in you. You're girl. in, you're in town. And that believe in like the that. me that believes in you. I believe in the me that thinks that you're believing in me is weird. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we should probably actually do some actual show stuff. My week in particular, not anything special. I've done some gaming. Nothing overly great. Um... The Overwatch League started up. I've ha I've had that on Twitch since it started, so I've been getting free tokens just for having it up. Whether I've been actually watching it or not is another story. I've probably watched a good twenty minutes of it so far, <laughs> but it's been there. It's been on. But yeah, it's been interesting. 
it's just a busy another busy week for me where it's like, hey, guess what? Uh, you have no time. Been there many yeah. times. Yeah, and then on on top of all of that, being a it's not all the time, but every now and then, a DM for a D and D group, and you're like, I'm gonna prepare all this stuff. It's gonna be a one shot. We're like four games in, and are like. Okay, well, this is going to be more than a one-shot, I think. Okay, scratch one-shot. Mini campaign. <laughs> we may get in, We may be getting to the point where we're scratching mini, too. Yeah. We're, we're better than, we're better than like, nine or ten hours into this. Oh, easy. We're, you're easily one 11. Was, each one was like three-ish, maybe four-ish three hours. Four, yeah. We're somewhere between nine and twelve hours into this one-shot. Yeah, I was not expecting it to take as long. I'm thoroughly amused at where we, I mean, it wasn't where I wanted to leave off, but it, I'm thoroughly amused at where we did leave off last night. There's a yeah, trap. On either sides of a trap that was trying to decapitate us. Um, that campaign, so to be clear to anyone who hasn't tuned into it, that campaign is filled with people who are learning something about D&D. A couple of us uh, are brand new. Some of us have played before, but not with the current rule set. And some of us are DMing for the first time. So it's a mixture of like, wait, how does this work? Okay, hang on. Let's double check to make sure that we're doing this right. Let me look that up. Like it, there's a lot of that happening in the, in the evening. And there's also a lot of like, um, I need to consider my turn very carefully because, you know, getting used to things and trying to figure things out, um, which is all, you know, totally understandable, but it, it does add a lot of minutes into the, into the night. Yeah. I, I planned uh, that. I for, think that, that's our current stumbling block. The combat that we had, I had planned to take an hour, hour and a half tops. It took almost three hours when it all got said and done. I'm just like, okay, well, okay, well, let's see. We're not going to get here. So I'm literally marking on the map. Okay, this is where I think we're going to get. Scoot that in. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, it, it's going to be entertaining. I have one edit I got to do to the map based on what you guys have done so far. <clears throat> yeah, based on the goblin that we let get away, which wouldn't have happened if I had landed any of those three attacks as he was leaving. Yeah, that was. When you swing three times and you miss each time. You need to retire from baseball. Like it's just it. it <sighs> At least you rolled two natural ones back to back and didn't do any damage to any of your friends this time. No, I, I'm. It's I'm becoming. I think I may be becoming famous in our campaign for being Captain Friendly Fire. You're yeah. You've done it a couple times. You've knocked out Iggy's character. I did not for, get unconscious. Yeah, for yes. hilarity, one of the, the bad guys, one of the goblins, rolled a one. I just made him I take I gave him two points of damage for bowstring. Like he he misgripped yeah. it. Snapped something yeah. or something, yeah. Yeah. And then he never hit anything again since that. I was like, okay, well he's living true. Man, that archer. <laughs> I hope you put more archers in our way, man. I, I was yeah. I was catching arrows like a like a madman. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think he stopped attacking you? He's oh, like, you're I know. catching I everything. <laughs> Fine. He should have that. he should have stopped way earlier than that. Well, you, you caught two, three, I don't know. 
So yeah, yeah it's a that, lot of arrows to at, catch, man. <laughs> at, at that point, he's just like, "This ain't working." Next, squishy mage person. It's a fun time, though, and I do really appreciate you putting all that together for us because, I mean, I've literally never played except for at the table that you provided. So, like, you are my entryway into this game, and yeah. I do really, truly appreciate it. I honestly, I'm just hoping everyone's having fun. I think some people were getting a little frustrated towards the end of the night, whether it was because of tired or just situations where, like, this trap, I don't understand how it works. <laughs> Or, yeah, or it was even the goblin things. Yeah, it there was... was some there were some miscommunications about the trap for sure, but it was also getting late in the evening for sure. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think it was going to run that late, but it is what it is. Maybe next week we'll get past the trap. <laughs> Hopefully, it's a quickie. But anyway, yeah. So that's been my week designing traps that will kill people because that's what you do. As a DM, he's like, how do I want to kill the group this time? <laughs> but yeah. Other than that, a little bit of Overwatch, a little bit of WoW. A lot of Twitch streams, a lot of YouTube. While I'm doing these things. So, should probably get into the news. Which is not as yay as what we've been doing so far. But, you know, nothing always can be. There's some yay in here. Much like every other podcast this week, we're going to be talking about the earnings call and all that fun stuff. I can't really sugarcoat this. They made record profit. They they laid off 800 people in the U.S. Activision Blizzard. Blizzard by themselves, the whole company. It was mostly PR, products, esports, community managers, that kind of thing. No devs were touched. Uh, for those of you who in like... Fact, they're aiming... Go ahead. I was going to say, in fact, they're aiming to bring in more devs. Yeah, that was one of the reasons why they cut as many people as they did. And then... Yesterday... We got news of the Europe office. Another 134 people there. So we're looking at almost a thousand people, Activision Blizzard, and 134 was just Blizzard in Europe. But it sounds like it was a lot of customer support, you know, phone call people, stuff that no one's using anyway. And as bad as it sounds, they are getting these pa the packages of here's stuff. You know, we're sorry we have to do this. Here's some payments to help you go, keep going for a bit. And a lot of the people shouldn't have issues really finding jobs once they get out there. Because the day, once Tuesday happened, my Twitter feed was all game companies. We've got jobs. We've got jobs. We've got jobs. This person retweeted, this place has jobs. That's all day long. So I was like, okay, it sucks. I know it sucks. I looked at some of the names and I was like, what the censored obscenities? How did... Yeah, something like that. And I was just like, how did that person out of everyone not make it? And then, in all honesty, 
that's when it hit me a couple days later. I, I I used to work at a movie theater. I was one of the managers of said movie theater. Cutbacks were being made there too. They didn't give us uh, this many people. They gave us this many dollars. You have to cut this many dollars. But you can't understaff. So you can't get rid of all the people making the minimum wage. You have to cut some of the higher ups too. And you're just like, you go through and you try to, like, and I only had a handful of people, like, say, 30. Nowhere near the size of Activision Blizzard. And I'm just like, I can't be, if I can't be understaffed, i got to cut some of the good ones. The ones that have been here that know what they're doing. So I'm just like, okay, i got to meet this number. Okay, that one, that one, that, you know, to cut less people. I'm not defending, I'm just saying... That might be part of it. But you see some um, of these names and it's like, I don't understand how that person got let go. So I, you know, I've heard tell through like some of the other shows that have also been talking about this, that there were like the community manager that was responsible for their show being as tight with some of the other things that had been going on in Blizzard as they were. You know, I know that um, like Core and um, Into the Nexus were relying very heavily on Lashes to be uh, their connection into Blizzard. And now she has she was one of the people who were cut. Um, so like, I, I, I guess that's the issue I take with a comment that you made earlier that these were a lot of i mean there there were a lot of like phone support folks and, and that sort of thing but well that was the were... europe office um, that was oh, the 134 me, i'm sorry i i'm yeah misunderstood so that. the the 800 or so were the uh, there was a lot of like product people uh cms which is what lashes was right yes Ooh. yeah one of the ones who does the plushies and like i'm looking at like these and i've got two up there i mean that one hurt me big is like i love these plushies and it's it's i'm mortified that the person who made these plushies is gone i remember a story where silver was was like just uh geeking out with that person at blizzcon and i mean oh over the plushies and i'm like yeah wow that person's gone um okay in in that case i want to dial back the thing i was about to say but um yeah like i i understand the need to make cuts in the same way that you're describing like yeah sometimes this is just how it is but like the situation here and also the situation a couple months ago with like the sudden and abrupt change in like here's the storm esports um a lot of the time it it seems like and i'm not on the inside so maybe my perception is different from the actual reality but the optics on this is that um these were employees who were surprised to discover suddenly that they were being laid off um i feel like that's my biggest concern with all of this because you were right um the instant that this was made public everybody my entire feed it was just every person i follow was being a mr rogers they were all talking about hey these people are hiring these people want your application there are there are jobs to be had in this field for you um so that's fantastic and i'm convinced that you know these folks are going to land on their feet and all that jazz but um 
Blizzard's announcement wasn't um wasn't the first time that a lot of these folks had heard this because it came out on I don't I don't know where the first source was that was talking about there's likely to be layoffs this week at Activision Blizzard, but I know it was circulating in the gaming press before Blizzard actually made their announcement. So like people were showing up to work on Friday scared to lose their jobs because they heard through the grapevine that bad things were coming and they heard from third party sources. Like I really feel like I guess generally speaking, it seems like really bad optics to lay off a bunch of customer support people and communications specialist people and also have such a uh, such a poor style of communication. Like it seems like those are the people you really need right now if you're failing to deliver this message in a way that is, you know, softer. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you, you, you don't want to hear through the grapevine that you might lose your job, and then show up on Friday scared to lose your job, and then find out, yeah, you're being cut. Like, I feel like there should have just been more, um, more support for those people set up, so that I don't know. Like, it just it just feels crappy. It feels well, like a failure of communication, and it just it it doesn't look great to have let go a bunch of people who specialize in communication when you're showing that problem. Because one of the things that makes Blizzard games so different is the community, is that active community. There was like one week we had 90 Blizzard podcasts. I think uh, a couple weeks ago we had 70. This past week, quite a few did not publish because, because of this. And then I just saw, I believe, BlizzPro is looking at, they're not shutting down, but they're stepping back because they've lost a lot of their, their, their connection. This is one of those, it's not good because people that make Blizzard games or make content for Blizzard games are scared. People that love Blizzard games, they're angry they're, and some are even wanting to leave. Yeah, I'm with you. This is not a good thing. And you, you cut off the, the connection. I've never had a connection to Blizzard, but I was hoping one day to have that. Now it's just me still on the outside shouting into the wall saying, I love Blizzard. I love, and I, I love what the games, but probably won't ever be able to geek out with a customer uh, person there. Yeah, it's... No matter how you look at this, it sucks. It, it, was a, it had to have been a 100% we have to please the stockholders decision. We Yes, we made record profits. We projected more profits. So what are we going to do to make up for that? Well, we're going to cut some of our spending. People are where the most spending of a company comes in. Legally, they're obligated to do it. Legally, they have to. In terms of profit and all that, they have to please the stockholders. Personally, there is other ways to do this. Like, I don't know, maybe not giving a $15 million signing bonus... Or, you know, still give them a bonus. Not saying take it away. Maybe make it a little lower. Maybe the bonus of the CEO can be like, I'm going to take a little less this year so we don't have to lay these people off, at least right away. Maybe we can keep some of these people while we're doing our restructuring, find a new thing, you know, just let them know, you know, I'm doing this so you guys can keep your jobs for a bit. Wouldn't be the first time I'm looking at you, Nintendo, that someone did this. 
Exactly. It, it's not going to happen in the United States, though, is the problem. Hence, if you were here for the pre-show, there was a song about hypocrites. But that's another story. It. I'm glad for social media in that they got to see the support they had behind them. It sucks that that was how a lot of people found out they probably weren't going to have jobs. It ended up being a lot worse than we thought. We were expecting 200 people total. It was like 800 in the U.S. and then 134 in France, which we we knew that France wasn't going to be in the initial numbers because they have laws over there that protect, protect people from just, okay, you're gone, bye. It, it's... I understand, like, I was debating most of the week whether or not we were going to do a show this week. Because I knew anyone who did a show was going to be talking about this cover, talking about this topic. What could I possibly say? And the only thing I could come up with was, I've actually been on the side of, we have to get rid of people. So far, I haven't heard anyone say that. I've been on the side, we have to get rid of people. It wasn't my decision. I got to help choose who it was was not fun and I couldn't tell anyone about it it was a movie theater you know what the worst thing they could have done was burn a popcorn machine nothing I mean it, nothing like this someone if if someone with bl codes to the game or access to the code for any blizzard game could go in change we'll say one letter somewhere Break the game. How much... I mean, how much time would that take to fix? Just by changing well, one letter somewhere. And I think that, that the action of what happened this past week did actually change a letter in the community. I mean, it because it, I, I did see a shift Tuesday. And I know well, I've, there's some people I, I've seen who are no longer going to be part of blizzard i mean not even as a job but as the, the community and they're hurt and i can't say i blame them i mean there was tuesday night i had a second where i was almost like i'm done with blizzard content i, I i'm not i love the game i i but it made me that sad that shocked that angry at how it was how at how bad it was and this is one that i think there will be a reputation damage from this See, I I didn't have that moment, but the reason is Blizzard isn't a company. It's not a it's not a series of games. It's not any of those things. As far as I'm concerned, Blizzard is a place. Blizzard is like a physical Blizzard is um, you know, my neighbor's driveway with the two uh trash cans at the end that you're supposed to pretend is a goalkeeper but isn't blizzard is you know my my uh my playground and and my uh like the the parking lot outside of the pizza place like blizzards blizzard is a it's it's a physical place and what i mean by that is it's the place that i go to spend time with my friends um yeah. if my friends are still there i have no reason to leave they could be the slimiest company and with the worst employees and all the terrible things that could come with a large company the way they are. Um, but if my friends are still there, so am I. And I kind of don't have, 
I don't have any reservations about that, right? Like I've, I've heard a lot of people say the same thing that you said about, you know, I had this moment where I wasn't sure. Um, but you know, I, I, I've heard a lot of people say, oh, you know, am I going to go to BlizzCon? Because that's money that goes into supporting this thing that, you know, if you really want to stretch it out, my money is going to support this, this company that made a decision I don't like. Uh, that's a really easy answer for me because BlizzCon is the place where my friends go. Um, the whole point is to spend time with them. I owe so many like important and serious and probably lifelong friendships to that company and the games that they've provided. I quite literally owe my ro current romantic relationship to World of Warcraft and the Convert Trade Guild. Like, we wouldn't be together if it wasn't for this game. Um, so, like, it's it's not... It's, you know, I, I, I don't... I just don't see it that way. Um, but that's that will change if maybe they make enough decisions that upset enough people that people actually start leaving in the way that you were that you mentioned and now suddenly that place doesn't have any of my friends in it anymore all right well that makes the decision real easy for me so it's like the shopping mall that the shopping mall yeah. is where you go for your friends and if the shopping mall itself until it deteriorates becomes a dead mall you, you go there yeah that's it I like that analogy because you're, you're right. It's not the company. It's why you're you're using the company's products, why you're there. And it's, it's all this. It's all, 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 all of you. You're, you're one of the reasons that I love Blizzard. Well, I will say that, not arguing with either one of you, I was definitely, I wasn't planning on quitting games because I knew that's not going to, do anything helpful I was like I I could quit and not really feel bad about it but let's say best case scenario I can I get super angry which that's a whole nother conversation I turn into the incredible hulk of internet rage and I bring people with me and it's enough people that while subs go down, people stop playing Overwatch. Do I have that kind of pull? Absolutely not. But imagine that I did. I bring all these people with me. We go. We move on. What happens then? More cuts. More people lose jobs. We lost some people that we, we knew. Names and faces. Whether or not we knew them personally is another story. Never once met Lashes in person. Saw her in a couple chat rooms. For hero stuff. As soon as the thing with heroes happened, I was like, well, there goes that game. I've played it maybe twice since then, if that. You know, long enough I, I bought Imperius. Played it once or twice. Haven't logged in since. I, I know what's going on with it, but I can't be bothered to hit the login button. It just... It isn't the same with certain things missing, and the way it was, it was just... No. Is that the right thing to do? Probably not. I just I can't bring myself to hit the button. 
I, I had that moment on uh, Tuesday night. I, I told people I was going to stream my leveling my hunter, and there was a moment I was like, "Do I want to?" And I did, and I'm glad I did because then I I realized why. But it 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 took a little bit of willpower for a little bit. Yeah, ever can't we can't bring this up to one moment in history. We there's been people saying ever since BlizzCon and Diablo Immortal, it just hasn't been the same. Or ever since Morheim said he was going to leave, it hasn't been the same. Ever since Chris Metzen retired, it hasn't been the same. Ever since Ghostcrawler left, it hasn't been the same. I've heard all of those arguments. It isn't the same today as it was yesterday. It won't be the same tomorrow as it is today. Every day is different. For good, for bad, whatever. It's different. Different is different. Well, and somebody was mentioning, I'm I'm trying to remember who it was. It was Metzen or I, I don't want to label who it was because I don't want to get to quote them, but it was somebody saying Blizzard's never been an independent company. It's always been beholden to somebody. And I like this idea that we can't go back to a nostalgic what Blizzard was. We have to we have to deal with what Blizzard is now. And that's why I'm I'm glad I'm I'm glad, Casey, that that you mentioned that it is. It's an ideal to sh to shoot for, and it's and we got to think about what is Blizzard. Blizzard is is us. It's the same way that like some of the best churches are. The the church is not the building. The church is the people, and and that's always been true of any organization. The organization is not the place where it's at. It's who's there. It, the organization might be run not the way you want it sometimes, and that's that can crumble. But we got to remember what's important. Yeah, I, I think part of, I think this is a three-part thing. One is we just don't have the, the information we want. But also, another part is some of the people that were let go were people that we recognize that name. So we're personally connected to, like in the case of the Heroes podcast, Lashes. They were ticked whenever they found out it, she got let go too. I never dealt with her personally. Dealt with her is the wrong wording, but you understand what I'm saying. I was upset about it too. I was like, she's one of the best ones you guys got. I see her everywhere, anything heroes related. What the heck? And then I saw some other names. I was like, why? What? No, why? So, one, we're too close to it. We're personally involved, so we're going to be extra ticked. But also... Being angry is the in thing right now. So a lot of the outrage isn't real. People are just mad to be mad. Every single thing is something to rage about. And it doesn't matter what it is. All oh, Azerite armor is garbage. This game is terrible. Ah! I will grant you, Azerite armor sucks. That being said, it is not the worst thing ever. I have experienced in-game worse things than Azerite armor, but I will agree that it sucks. And I will ask this question to anyone who is really upset about the layoffs. Where was your rage back in Wrath, Kata, Miss, whenever that happened, when Blizzard themselves let go 600 people? 
Not Activision Blizzard. It was just Blizzard only. Um, I know that that happened. Um, I don't remember it, so I'm wondering if it was as publicized. I think like p- part of it was if, that it wasn't as publicized, but it, it's out there. It's known. Yeah. Yeah. It well, it is. It definitely yeah. is now. Yeah. Um, like by the majority of people talking about this subject because people have been bringing it up. But like, I was playing at that time. Um, I was playing several Blizzard games at that time, and I don't remember this happening. So it was either I wasn't paying enough attention to Blizzard news to have known about it, or I was paying attention to Blizzard news and the the news wasn't really talking about it all that much. So, you know, I feel like because lots of people are talking about it, lots of people are, you know, lots of people who would have been upset by it are being upset by it in the same way that if if it had been more widely spread in 2012 when it happened, I I don't know. I just feel like the question, where was your outrage? I mean... It's it's yeah, fair to different, be upset. Different that times, lost their jobs. Yeah. Like different times, sure. But I think it's fair to be upset that people lost their jobs, and I think oh, it's fair yeah. to, you know, to say, "Wow, it really stinkers that this many people are now passing out resumes and pounding pavement." Like it's just it's it blows. Um, I'm not asking anyone to not be upset about it. I'm simply trying to look at it from a logical point of view. If you're angry about this, that happened, that was the same thing. Where's your outrage when Telltale went under? People were sad about that, not outraged. I remember a big discussion about Telltale. Yeah, I mean, people were real upset about that. I don't remember a ton of outrage, but I remember people being upset, sad, that kind of thing. But it just seems to me that Blizzard right now is the, at least for the groups that we run in, and by we, I mean anyone who does a podcast involving Blizzard. Blizzard is a targeting like- dummy right now, and everyone's taking shots at because of PR nightmares back to back to back to back. I think this is a bigger you are, harder you fall situation. Um, my emotional attachment to Telltale is not nearly what it is with Blizzard. And that a company laid off a bunch of people is really upsetting. That my company did that? That really hits hard. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, the attachment is there. So the reaction is stronger. Um, yeah. I think so, in our circles, our circles aren't talking about Telltale as much. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you about what happened in 2012 because, again, like I found out about that last week. Yeah. Well, and I wasn't playing WoW in 2012. I wasn't making content about WoW in 2012. So it is, I, and I've grown a bit more attached to people since then like i i can't say i knew many of the people that that got laid off personally but i saw them on twitter i heard stories about what people so i was i was more attached to it and i guess maybe also fear is the time we put into all this stuff there's always that fear like what if the company goes under i mean i i think it's like there was a discussion that what if a chat program goes under we put all this stuff into it and there is that I think that fear is also one of the underlying things behind the, the layoffs. People don't want, some people don't want Blizzard to go under. Some people do want Blizzard to go under. And whichever narrative you're in, you either are, you were sadly rooting for it on Tuesday, or you were terrified and angry on Tuesday. You either, or some, some in the middle. 
The other thing going on is it's really easy to have the false perception that Blizzard is this company for the people, man, and they're all about the little guy, and they're here for me and for you and for us, and Activision is a bunch of demons in suits. That's not how companies work. That's yeah. not how Blizzard works. That's not any of that. Like it's easy to go, well, Blizzard is this golden child that's being bullied by these these rich suits who just want more money. No. Like no. no. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I brought company. up that's one of the reasons why I brought up the twenty twelve six hundred people. You know wanna know what those people were doing then? They were they probably were, working for they were GMs involved with oh, you have a loot issue? Here you go. They were the customer support people on call. Here you go. And things like that. You know what we got since then? Automated item restore. The two-hour time limit to trade items. We never really... It never really picked up on the U.S. to the, the call number. Like, I used it once, maybe, ever. And that was because of an authenticator thing. So... The things that they had, that they were using those people for, they didn't need it anymore because it was automated. I guarantee you some of those people still work, or at least did work there for a while after that. And then those people were like, we don't have any room for you. You know, we hate to do this, sorry, gotta go. Well, and to play devil's advocate, I'm just saying, things like plushies are great. But what if, if they're cost-cutting, what if they weren't profitable? I mean, I'm just, or as you said, what if they're automating it? I mean, there, there are, there is that, 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 uh, Illidan's, no, there is that Sargeras' advocate that you want to try to figure out <laughs> what are some of the things that are holding Blizzard back? I mean, and something that, it's something that is painful. Yeah. And I mean, what if, God. And what if we are the new community managers for Blizzard? What if they're what if they're saying, "Hey, we'll just let all the podcasters and streamers and YouTubers be our community managers," and we'll and, we'll, and then tomorrow we'll start getting in um, weekly emails from from uh, Lore and from Ian and stuff like that. Dude, I barely answer the emails to the guild. I can't be answering emails from the whole community player base. <laughs> hey, email me, everybody. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll answer emails. I mean, if I got emails from Blizzard and it said, hey, we're actually going to start paying you a little extra. Okay. They're not paying you already? I mean... That's, I why, mean, that's why I added the extra. You know, here's, here's a nickel instead of the new more three cents. You're but, getting three cents? I'm well, getting chipped. You're a gnome. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. But, no, in all seriousness, they can't be looking at the podcasters as the community managers because, one... A lot of the podcasters are not happy right now. Even the ones that are normally really happy, like I've been, I'm trying to be upbeat, confident, shaken in the company right now. Ever since BlizzCon, like the one thing to fix BlizzCon, that was all that was needed. No demo, no nothing. Just a, the screen goes dark. And a four with a skull behind it for Diablo, and that was it. That would have well, but then it wouldn't have been. It's not there yet. Uh, they only showed us the teaser. They're not showing it yet. Come on, Blizzard, you should the release already. Even we're getting it for so long. Give us Diablo Four now. 
I don't know. I, I feel like I might disagree on that one only because that audience booed before the show started. I don't think they deserved any kind of bonuses for that. Uh, I say they as though I wasn't there. I was there. Yeah, I, I didn't see any mm. booing outside of Oof. the Diablo stuff. Dude. What I did see was before the, the crowd show started, They were talking about either Call of Duty or, or Destiny. I forget which, Destiny. but the audience in the main hall was actively booing. I'm not interested in rewarding that. Which is weird because it, then now Destiny is no longer part of us. I was fine with the Destiny stuff before BlizzCon. It was on the pre-show for the virtual ticket. I don't know what happened at the show. I wasn't there. Yeah, it was on the pre-show. For, we were sitting in the hall waiting for the regular show to start. And yeah. we, were, we saw it on the screens and people were booing. In the, I don't bananas. understand I that. It. I was like, it's not. They're, they're promoting it pre-show. It's not part of BlizzCon. BlizzCon doesn't start for another half an hour. It's okay. But people were ticked. I understand people were ticked. I don't understand it. I don't understand why. Like, I get that they were, but it doesn't make, it does not compute in my head. It wasn't part of BlizzCon. BlizzCon does not start until opening ceremonies start. As soon as those lights go down, they do their little credit roll. BlizzCon itself does not start. Community perception, BlizzCon now officially starts on like Tuesday, Wednesday before it starts. Yeah, that's when I was there. Yeah. So that's not on. I was hanging out in the hot tub in the hotel, and I was hanging out in the Hilton bar, man. I was BlizzConning it up that week, man. It was good. Yeah, I mean, and that's fine. Whenever I went, the year I went, I I got there on a Wednesday. Because that's when the cheapest flight to get out there was. 200 bucks round trip. (laughs) But BlizzCon itself didn't actually start until those lights went down and the the credit roll up on the screen. That's when BlizzCon starts. Anything prior to that is on the people themselves. For you know, that you find your own entertainment and all that. Officially BlizzCon starts at X time. But and I'm guilty of it too. If I was out there, BlizzCon for me would start as soon as I got there. Because it's more than just the convention itself. To me. So I, I can't fault people, but the booing for Destiny made no sense to me. It wasn't... It was They did it for, what, five minutes, if that? It was a quick, hey, anyone who's here gets it for free. Okay, thanks, bye. That was it. Stop with your righteous anger. It's not righteous. You're but it's no one's to be angry. I mean, come on, it, it gets the views. I mean, I mean, uh, on YouTube, isn't it the like the uh, I, I the Frasley YouTube is so interesting because I have so many subscriptions there that it's like it's the default. Here's what as a gamer you would want to watch. And it was interesting that on Tuesday, everybody who was negative instantly had a video ready to go, wanting to crush Blizzard, and it's and the views were is that how you get the views? Apparently. Yes, you've got to wow, be all about man. how. Yeah, I mean, we we're, we're trying to be a little bit too positive. We we should have just been saying that Blizzard sucks. That that we all need to just leave right now. Go out, go away, because that's how you get the views. Okay, no. uh, Draven, cue up the intro music. We're going to restart the show. Right, give me one second here. In the meantime, hey chat room, what's up? <laughs> what are you doing? I can do it. Hey, I can do room. it. 
I can do it. <laughs> I did like that elephant in the room graphic you did. Um, is there anything else we want to touch on on this subject before we... I mean, we've literally talked it to death. Everyone else has talked it to death. My issue mostly is how can you have a record-setting year as your, and that is your opening line. We had a record-setting year, and then 30 seconds later, yeah, we're going to cut about 10% of our staff. It was 8%. And not to be entitled, but I think Bobby Kotick or needs to at least address the, the I mean, there's some things that it sounds entitled, but they need to at least address that stuff, and they have it, and that silence is deafening. Yeah. And then I did see, since you talked about anger, there was a website, there was an article that was going around. I'm going to paraphrase the title just because of language. Kiss my butt, Blizzard. I read that article on my lunch break at mm -hmm. work, and I said out loud to a non-gamer co-worker, dude, you got to read this letter. That was insane. So, in the show notes, for those of you who have been on the show, you understand how my show notes work. In the show notes, I literally listed this as define irony. Because I thought this was the most hysterical thing. This person is reporting on the Blizzard layoffs as any news gamer news source will. No problem there. They're faulting Blizzard for laying off people. But they're working for a company that literally did the exact same thing, only worse. And they're treating it like Blizzard is the bad guy. Oh, I didn't know that. What I was not aware of the history of this website. I yeah. just know that I saw it on Reddit and I was like, well, I guess I got to read this. Yeah. I mean, in and of itself, it's them trying to take a shot at Blizzard, Activision Blizzard, but yeah, Blizzard. And that's fine. Take your shots. Some There were some points in there that were more or less valid ish, but. It was definitely a clickbait article. It got a lot of clicks too, so it worked. Oh yeah, I saw multiple people share yeah. it with me. Yeah, it was. I give it slightly higher than clickbait, only because when I realize I'm in the middle of clickbait, I stop reading, and yeah. I read this one word for. I read the whole way through. Yeah, but there it was, was well out of all of this, besides the fact that we're going to get twenty percent more devs inside of Activision Blizzard. There was actually one golden light attached to this whole profit layoff debacle. Is and that is that is the Warcraft Stats Twitter account. Oh, I love Warcraft Stats. Me too. Those guys are great. Day of Tuesday when it happened, he this is the exact quote I'm 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 gonna quote his uh, Twitter. Dividends up 9%, laying off 8%. Hard to believe, but literally the stupid stats I've ever written. Hashtag Activision Blizzard. I laughed so hard at that. Because I've seen some of the stats he's put out there. He's got yes. some bongos in here, man, yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah, he's got some good oh, ones, but I was just like... And the puns, all yeah. the puns. He's, yeah. he's, got some, he's got some real bongos. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to side with Scott Johnson on this one. A lot of us are just too close, so we can't take our, like, are we angry about it? Absolutely. Are we angry because it's more than just 
certain people lost jobs? Probably. But we're also too close to it. So I don't think we can have... Like, our opinions are going to be biased. No matter what. Yeah, because I think you brought up a great point, Casey, earlier. Telltale. We, we aren't making the Telltale podcast, so to us, it wasn't quite the shock other than we're losing Telltale games, and I ended up buying a ton of the, the Telltale games I didn't own. Yeah. Um. The other, the only other thing is that, like, I don't know. I feel like it's a pretty level-headed response to say, if you need to lay off employees, you need to lay off employees. That's just, that's unfortunately just how it is. But, like, the messaging was so abrupt and um, like in the case of the esports thing, it was very abrupt, like sudden, like it came out of left field. No one knew it was coming. And in the case of this, people had heard through the grapevine that it was a prop that was a thing. And they were like afraid on their way in that maybe something bad was going to happen. That's just bad communication. Like yeah. just communicate better. Well, I mean, let's face it with the exception of very few community managers, even when blizzard wasn't being, controlled by Activision as people seem to think they are now Blizzard hasn't always been the best about communicating yeah I mean there's no time like the present man. There, there there, are times where they're better there are times when you don't hear from them from a year looking at you warlords I had to do nine papers on Blizzard on their organizational communication and you're raising that, that point yeah I mean th- sometimes they're better than others I get this I get the suspicion we're not going to hear a lot out of them for a while. Like if you go into the, going back to the earnings call, just real quick, nothing new is coming out this year in terms of major releases for all of Activision Blizzard, except for maybe a Call of Duty later in the year. Nothing from Blizzard by themselves. Warcraft, no expansion. We're going to get some patches. It's not nothing major. Going to get classic. It comes with Warcraft sub. That's it. I don't think they're looking at Warcraft 3 Reforge as a major release. So it either undersold what their expectations were, or they're just like, it's not a major release. Don't worry about it. A lot of people were looking at the the earnings call like, are they going to have a BlizzCon this year? I will will bet my freaking six-foot-long Sephiroth sword that I have right there. Just off camera. Of course you have a Sephiroth sword. Why wouldn't you have a Sephiroth sword? Yeah, I'm not kidding. I have a Sephiroth sword. Biggest dork in games. (laughs) Six foot long, battle ready Sephiroth sword. I will bet yes. That A, there will be a BlizzCon. B. White haired emo turd knocker. Yeah. B, if it hasn't been announced at Gamescom, WoW expansion is announced. 100%. 100%. And if it was announced, we'll get more information. We are likely, I'd say about 90% likely, Diablo 4 or something Diablo-related, not Immortal-related, PC Diablo, and something new. Whether it is a new IP or StarCraft 3, Overwatch 2, whatever, I don't know. Warcraft expansion, 100%. Diablo something PC, and something new, probably. I'm about 85% sure that'll happen. This is going to be a freaking huge BlizzCon. 
I'm guessing it'll be Old God related for the WoW expansion, but that's just my preference. Well, and they even said that this year there'll be big stuff happening for WoW. Now, yeah. they said this in earlier stuff, and it, who knows if things have changed since then, but it's the 15th year. Now, if you're wrong, can I have your sword? What do you bet in return? Casey's I- going to bet, bet in return. I don't want his sword. There are so many great characters in video games. You're going to have one of the worst characters in, a, in one of the uh, the most overrated video games ever, and you're going to give me a prop from that piece of garbage? It's actually a prop from the movie, but the animated Oh, movie. yeah, since that was a cinematic masterpiece. Everybody who has a problem, by the way, with my harsh criticisms of the Final Fantasy VII characters and franchise in general, please feel free to email me at... Draven Dresden at epicfail.com because <laughs> I will because I can forward them all day. I'm not going to say the game doesn't have its problems, but it is not nearly as bad as you say. Oh, it's trash garbage. You are allowed to have that opinion, but it's not worth the plastic it's printed on. Oh, <laughs> it's digital. It's digital whatever now. a disc. Is. I don't know what materials CDs are made out of. All Materia. I know is they wasted it on Final Fantasy it's, VII. You don't know what material it's made out of. What materia it's made out of? Yes. Correct. All right. Because are you a materia girl in a materia world? Listen, man. If I wanted to cross dress in a video game, I would play Mario Odyssey, a good game. <laughs> I wouldn't play Final Fantasy VII. I can only accept a bet from bunch one of, person. Bunch of rectangles running around acting like they know something. I can only Casey. accept a bet from one person. So if you want to take me up on this bet, whether it is either of you two or someone listening in, we'll figure it out. Make the bet worth my while. That is, when it was brand new, it was a $400 plus sword. It has sentimental value because it was a birthday present from 20 people. So I hope you enjoy it. I, the... The first night I got it, I got to talk to the police. <laughs> because now the band or the uh, actually no, the someone dialed nine one one because there was a crazy person in a parking lot with a six foot long sword. <laughs> it was an empty parking lot, uh, and they came and I didn't get in trouble. They they showed up and said you can't do that. I was like, okay, I put it away, and they they saw it and I, I set it down as soon as they got there. I was like, not no. <laughs> And I was like, How many inconsequential fake copies of you were there running around? I'm not at liberty to discuss that answer. I cannot stand that stupid game and how much people love it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we make this the anti-Final Fantasy cop podcast for all I care. <laughs> all right. Show title, anti-Final Fantasy. Nah, I, sadly, I pre-named this one. But that would be a, that's a good alternate. So anyway, moving on from all that. And the bet and all that, which make it worth my while. We do have some good news, especially if you like product. Oh, we can't really like the products because they don't have anyone working there anymore. Hasbro. What's the product? Well, it's from Hasbro, so you know it's going to be interesting. Do you like playing Monopoly? Yes. No. Monopoly is the thing that you do when you don't want to get along with your family. Absolutely, because all the arguments and like I think we own like twenty five monopolies that we've never played. 
I yeah, I own like one copy of Monopoly. I own a lot of versions of Risk. Did you know they have a version of Monopoly that has like credit cards and stuff like that, so that mm-hmm. you don't even have to have the uh, the cash paper. I want to play that one. I would reconsider my stance on Monopoly if we were playing with plastic currency. <laughs> I just Monopoly is not a game for me. I oh. love Monopoly as a collector's item. I love that there's all these. Everyone's got a Monopoly. They're in a million languages. They're every video game franchise. Half the book series that are out there all have their own. I'm sure there's a Harry Potter Monopoly. So um, anyone who there wants is. to print a Monopoly, I'm happy for you and I'm proud of you. But you're not going to get me to play it. I might buy it and like, oh, it's this is my this is my Overwatch Monopoly, and here it is sitting on my shelf next to all my other gaming paraphernalia. But I'm not going to open it. I want to be Tracer. Oh, I was I muted. I was muted. <clears throat> Stupid me. I okay. bet those would make great miniatures for a, uh, a tabletop game. Yeah. Um, just to repeat, since I apparently accidentally had muted myself, Tracer, Mercy, Lucio, Reaper, Winston, and Diva. I want to be Tracer. Uh, Reaper would be the only one I would play, and I've been playing a lot of Reaper whenever I... Uh, I've been playing again, but yeah, it's, I love, I'll, I'll be Widowmaker. There is no Widowmaker. Thank you. Oh, Frasley doesn't get to play. <laughs> I was trying to do the, uh, there's the, the TikTok there's a really good reason there's no Widowmaker though. I honestly, I, I'm willing to bet money that they're going to put out expansion packs where you get other tokens. Cause that's what regular Monopoly has been doing. Here, maybe not an expansion pack, but just like here's some extra tokens for like twenty bucks or something like that. Wait, wait, wait! There are expansions for Monopoly that for okay. for extra wow. like moving tokens. They have other things. Okay. What I don't understand is why? Because if we, if I need extra tokens to play the game, one, I have too many people playing; it's going to take forever. I can be like, boom, battery. That's who I am. Obviously, I want to be the nickel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be my. I'm gonna be the the USB drive. I'm gonna be the cheese it. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the oh, microphone. The, the, where did the cheese it go? Oh, that was a player. I'll be the <laughs> eye drops. <laughs> but I mean, if you like Monopoly, no, I'm just looking around my game room. Yeah, if you like Monopoly, more power to you. I, it's not a game for me. I would much rather play Risk, but I, I have technical issues with playing risk against other people it's called no one likes losing to me that easily because i don't i i I know how to play the game strange a game i don't have 17 hours to play one game since i'm spending most of my time playing D &D anyways yes back when the iphone first came out so that's why you're not playing monopoly right Back when the iPhone first came out, I would play Monopoly on the iPhone with my friend. We would be like at Busch Gardens, Universal, and we would like go back before while we're waiting in line. It actually made the lines go by pretty fast because you're both like passing it back and forth and mm-hmm. just playing Monopoly and having your friend clobber you and no one can see it other than than on the phone. And you're like, okay, I yeah. lost. Hey, play again. 
Yeah, I mean, you want a fun game to play on your phones that'll get you kicked out of the line from Disneyland. Uh, Space Team is the one I would recommend. <laughs> I, for whatever reason, up until the end, I honestly thought you were going to say Diablo Immortal. I, no, I'm, I'm full on, man. I'm not kidding. Like, no exaggeration. No. I'm here for Diablo Immortal. That I'm, game. I'm not even giving up. shade on the game. I'm not even giving any shade on the game. Everyone who has actually played it has said it's been great. Whether they plan on yeah. playing it later or not is another story. I just I need to thought, get a better phone. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I but gotta. that's my fault, man. I got a dinosaur in my pocket, brother. I got this is an iPhone 4. I, yeah. This, I thing, this thing gets 1995 internet. Like this thing. I'm amazed at the size of those. Like I was trying to use some of these like, small iPhone 4, and I was like, my eyes can't even. That's why I, I like it. Watch... It keeps a very sleek profile in my pocket. I don't need yeah. to be walking around with these giant, massive things in my pocket. What am I trying I to like... do? Impress the person at the grocery store? No, I just I need to get texts. Yeah, but I like being able to watch it because then you can watch YouTube and all that. I got. I don't a... have data like that, man. I can't be watching YouTube when I'm not at home. Everywhere has Wi-Fi now. Almost everywhere, even here. My job does not. My work does not provide its employees with Fair Wi-Fi. Enough. At a bank, I would understand why. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We don't let at our store. We don't let um, we, we don't let employees be on the store Wi-Fi. Yeah. See, the last place I worked also didn't let you do it, but they also didn't change any of the like security stuff that was written on the bottom of the router. So. Oh, we definitely changed that. Yeah. The last place I worked at was in sales. And I used the Wi-Fi all the time because I was looking stuff up for customers. Like, okay, do we, is it here? Is it here? Is it here? And then it would tell me exactly where it was. So I didn't have to know where anything was because it would tell me. <laughs> yeah, man. That's why we have research tools. Yeah. I don't actually have to hold any knowledge in my head. I can just find it. I mean, I eventually did learn where stuff was, but whether or not we had any was another story. Speaking of having was... speaking of having things or not having things, Warcraft, LFR, Wing 2, we have that now. I've actually done it. Because I got to the second I got to the second room on the opulence trash and then disconnected. So got that going for me i can one-up that story my group one shot opulence after they figured out how to pull opulence oh good 13 times so you reset. were there on tuesday then is what you're saying no you i found your way in on um, tuesday morning was it no it was thursday at 9 a.m. <laughs> I think it was Thursday, actually. No, maybe Wednesday. It was earlier in the week. It was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, somewhere around there, yeah. We had one person who was always standing out. Sometimes it was a tank. Sometimes it was a warlock who had a pet that could taunt. And they would uh, drag him out of the room and, and reset the boss. And they, yeah, it was just one person was trolling. They got kicked. Someone else would do it. People just wouldn't understand. So 13... Fake pulls later, we get in there and we one-shot it because everyone got pulled into the room. That was some determination. No, no determination. 
Because the fight has oh. to go on long enough for determination to count. It didn't. It was literally a 5 to 10 second pull. No one died, usually. And then finally people figured out, okay, we got to do this. The great thing about opulence and LFR, you don't have to kill things at the same time. Their health is shared. They automatically die at the same time. That's I'm glad that there are some. And I'm glad of an LFR. Yeah, it, it it was a change that needed to happen for LFR, I admit it. But Rostacon? Cake. We I think there are people trying to die. <laughs> Couldn't do it. You're trying to impress Buon Samdi. Yeah. They were trolling. No, no. I get it. Ah, they were they were trolling Braun Somdi. They couldn't ah. die. I mean, most of the mechanics were there, ish. Ha only one ad at the beginning. He hits like a wuss. But that was true of normal too. We put in a couple of pulls on uh, in Chicken's Run on Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I it just it the 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 incoming damage that we had to heal wasn't anything that I was really worried about. It was the mechanical stuff. Like we got to just figure out how the fight yeah. works. Yeah, towards then the, I think that guy's gonna, he's going to be easier than the council before him. Yeah, towards the end it gets a little hectic for healing. I say this oh, as yeah. someone who plays DPS, but well, I mean, in it, in fairness, I'm speaking from the position of somebody who my favorite boss encounter so far ever is Twin Ogron because I was good at the dance. I can move around the fire and keep healing and keep yeah. moving and keep like I I enjoy the run and keep on your toes mechanics um the, and i mean the dodging the death balls and all that like that's you're singing my song now baby let's get them and the, then ro I, the I rostacon healing dance and everyone else dance changes based off of the rest of the fight prior to it mm -hmm. yeah because of where the portal because are. of where the the death gates are yeah or whatever they're called so you could have one that Everyone was smart and put their death gate in the exact same spot. See, Fraz knows. Which you can do. You could be oh, no, I'm just... up against the wall on one side, which is what I was telling people to do. Because that was smart. Keep all the gates on that side that we have the entire other half of the room for the end of the fight. Or you have the groups that will put all the gates in the middle, spread out throughout the entire room, and they will have death balls everywhere. Yeah, that's what I like. That's that's what going to be entertaining. But yeah, I mean, LFR is LFR. It's it's fairly easy. Nothing, no major. What are we going to do? Um, I'm doing so. What I'm doing right now on camera, it's, it's horrible for audio. I'm doing the new cult here in Zandalari dances. I was like, yeah. I need to see these. I saw these the helicopter earlier. Yo, dude, the lady Coltiran is a straight up ballerina. It looks More a lot like Widowmaker's dance in Overwatch. Like the exact they same dance emotions. in that game. There's dance emotes. Yeah. I don't play that game enough. <laughs> apparently, yeah. I didn't realize that. Not everyone has one. Like Ash is too new. She doesn't have one yet. But a lot of the other ones, like Reaper's dance, is literally him standing arms crossed. <clears throat> Excuse me. Tapping his foot. That's it. 
I just realized, you know who did the original floss? Not the backpack kid. Rob. This Rob could not reach behind themselves. You know, okay. Nintendo Rob? The robot? Yeah, the robot. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to floss on camera. Um, no, I'm picturing <laughs> Rob the robot doing the actual floss. And it's just, it's you're blowing my mind right now, Fraz. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we got the Colterian and Zandalari dances. Wowhead has them. I I don't know what else to say. They're they're there. I'm probably not gonna have a cold Tyran. You bet uh, your butt I'm gonna have a Zandalari. I don't know what, what are the requirements yet for them? Do um know? you're gonna have to be exalted with one of the factions from that side, but a different one for sure. you've already done. And then you're gonna have to complete whatever it is they throw in front of us for this next patch. Probably going to be war campaign stuff, I guess, right? More, more war campaign, probably uh, X number of quests that you'll get like just by going through it. Yeah, for Zandalari, you must be exalted with Zandalari Empire, must have done the Tides of Vengeance and all of the major storylines in Z Zoldazar. And then for Kul'Tiran, there's a... Probably uh, the same deal, but... Like yeah, yeah, proud, or proud, proud more people. Proud more, yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably yeah, probably. And then, yeah. and and if you do both of the war campaigns, you get a mount on each faction. But not just any mount. The alliance, who have been getting tons of horses, aren't getting a horse. You're getting a horde wolf with alliance armor. Yes. And if you're a horde, you're getting an alliance horse with horde armor. Yes. Uh, is the idea that we stole it from each other? I, I think the idea is you've played it on both sides. This is kind of a gag. Oh, yeah. All right. Cool. Double agent style. Yeah. I got you. I, that's what I'm guessing. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I saw this. I was like, that looks stupid, but that's hysterical. Yeah. I, the wolf, I mean, I'm not really doing it for the mounts. I, I want to level. Uh, I have a paladin over in Blood of the Scribe on uh, Boulder Fist. Yeah, I need a level, I'm level, level him out and get him finished with the campaign and all that jazz. Uh, because I just, the Zandalari, and I mean, I don't have the Maghar opened yet. I don't know if I'll ever make a Maghar, but I want the option to do that. I have one. The Zandalari are so cool looking, man. Like, I, I, I if I ever play other, another Horde race again, like, really, actually, like, for real, for real, play Horde, I'm going to have Zandalari yeah. doing some nonsense. I'm going to oh, have a Zandalari cool. Paladin. I'm going to have a Zandalar 100% simply because of one racial. Everything gives you extra gold. Ooh. That sounds very goblin. How come the Horde get all the rich races? Because the Alliance are too goody shooters to keep it. Or what if the Alliance... I'm up like 300,000 this month, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> alliance are too good to keep it. Have you seen how good the Alliance fortresses are? What if the Alliance is taking all the money from all the Alliance players and the Horde are smart and they're keeping it, or the Horde are all being selfish and knocking it back to their faction. Yeah, look look at the, look at, like he said, look at the castles and fortresses. Stormwind versus Orgrimmar. You have a castle and you have a, a series of huts. Where do you I think the money comes from? I want to know what large 
I want to know what large tusked animal went extinct so that they could build the original Ogremar. Um, because it was all Megakodo. just tusks with like skins on them. It was Megakodos. Dude, you know what, man? I gotta give it to the Horde storyline, though. I don't. I hate. I hate with fiery passion desert levels. I hate desert levels. I hate them. They're bad. They're bad and they're sad and they're bad. This Voldoon questing experience, like, I rescued a thunder lizard who was being consumed by a whole bunch of trolls that had his name. I like, this is, this is crazy. There's all kinds of banana stuff going on over here. Have they you, got a cool, fun, st- and the Volpira are adorable. Have, yeah, I would, oh, absolutely. I'm presuming you have characters. talked to and, and rescued the snake person who escorts you a bit? Uh, I don't know if I've gotten to that part yet, no. Okay, I won't. Maybe, Maybe I, have, I, don't have, forget, I don't forget. I don't remember. Whenever you talk to some snake people, make sure you play with your sound on. Oh, I do. Okay. I put you'll, my sound you'll, on. You'll hear some voices that you're like, is that really this person? And like, in my case, I alt-tabbed and looked it up. Yo, I'm here for the voice actors. Who who voices the snake men? Well, I know who who voices at least one of them. Hit me. There is a certain uh, he he's in favor of a certain time of day. Jim Cummings? <clears throat> he's in, he's in favor of a certain time of day for gunslingers. Oh, Mercer. Yeah. He's got at least one of the snake people. Like it sounded just enough like him that I was like, "Is that really?" But just enough different that I was like, "That can't be." I was like, "Oh, that's great." And are you familiar that Jelma the turtle in Tiergar Sound is Richard Stephen Horvitz, who is the voice of Invader Zim and yeah. Raz from Psychonauts? Yeah, yeah, he is. I saw, I caught that immediately. That's the a, baby turtle. That's a skin. Condition. Yeah. He's, dude, that man is a treasure. Oh, he is. And he's also in uh, the Knights of the Old Republic as one of the characters. Uh-huh. All right. Anyway, before we go down this rabbit hole, because <laughs> we'll start naming, oh, what about this guy in this, you know, we'll, we'll totally do that. But let's, we should probably call it a show. It's been a, roughly an hour and a half, excluding the couple minutes of tech issues. I've been trying to keep it 60 to 90. I know, Barf, for you, it's getting late. For me, it's getting late. But I'm going to be up for many hours yet. So it doesn't matter to me. So we should probably do some shout-outs. You know, how do people get a hold of you and all that. Uh, Eeny, meeny, miny, Barf, you're first. Do you have any shout-outs? How do people get a hold of you, et cetera, and so forth? Uh, yeah, man, I got all kinds of stuff. Um, I want to shout out my stream audience, who is one of the most supportive and generous and excellent and positive audiences on Twitch. Um, and an extra special shout out to Silverbolt, who is my beautiful and perfect girlfriend, who I love very much. Thank you so much for literally everything ever. Um, you can find me on Twitter and on Twitch. My handle is a bonus level. Uh, on Twitch, I'm playing everything from, you know, original Nintendo all the way up to some stuff on the Switch. I do an awful lot of like Nintendo um, console 
gaming, um, particularly on the weekends where I play Zelda and Mario like every weekend. It's a lot of fun. Come hang out. Um, and I'm also live every other Monday on the Converted Podcast, twitch.tv slash Converted Podcast, where we host a, uh, a community-focused conversation about the Convert to Raid Guild on Area Peak US. So if you're a Warcraft player in general or a CTR member uh, in particular, we're more than happy to have you hanging out with us while we do that show. Uh, that is pretty much most of it. I'm going to make one request for any follower of Mr. Barf here, a bonus level. Twitter spam, bomb him, whatever you want to call it. Final Fantasy VII. Play Final Fantasy VII. I don't <laughs> own a copy of that game. I so can remedy I that. I've got one right here. I also, listen, I'll play bad games. I've played bad games on the stream before. Um, you know, and I... I it, Oh, oh, good for you. You've got it within arm's reach. Of course you do. Excellent. Um, I I really... And I'm not... like I I hype it. I, I go like super high about it because everyone loves that game and I don't care for it. So I really dive into like all the things I don't like about it. I just... I don't care for that game and I would really rather not subject the channel to... I'll play a game that I don't like for an episode, but I... If I'm going to sit down and play Final Fantasy VII, it's going to be to completion. And I don't want to do hours and hours and hours of a game that I don't care for. Because I don't think that's going to make for entertaining podcasts. Uh, I'm, or, I'm uh, for entertaining stream. Yeah, I was just picking on you. Maybe. Uh, I, had to put the th I tweeted said, out Barf. That being said, I do host a retro-focused um, day. Like, uh, every Wednesday, I'm playing something that's anything that isn't new uh, is on the table. So if I mean I'm not really super interested in Final Fantasy, e. but I I don't have a copy of ET. That's the thing is I mostly play on hardware. Right now yeah. I'm playing Metroid One, and the game before that was Star Fox sixty four. You know, like I, a wide range of all kinds of nonsense. I've I played Ducktales on that channel. I'm, I've played. I'm, I'm um, just picking on you. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like you, you're you're saying, hey, everyone, go tell them to play this game. Seriously, go tell me to play the the game you want to see. Like I'll. I'll, if if it's if I have it or I have access to it and I can get it and I can play it, pretty yeah. good chance that I'll play it. Squinty a couple years ago got me um, Indiana Jones and the and the Fate of Atlantis. That game is bananas, dude. I argued with a parrot for an hour and a half, and we're still trying to figure puzzle. out the use of the mayonnaise. No, I know how to use the mayonnaise, <laughs> but we're still applying mayonnaise to everything we find. Yeah. You have to be there to understand that joke. It was a fun day. Yeah, it was a couple of days, I think. Yeah, but I think the parrot and the mayonnaise may have happened on the same day. I yeah. don't actually remember. Yeah, Frasley, how about you? How do people get hold of you? Any shout outs, etc. A uh, shout out to Leo Wild. Just if you always want to talk about somebody who encourages you, Leo Wild, somebody that when I start streaming. Chances are we'll see them in chat. So it's it's helpful when you have somebody that's there, like that's like rooting you on. And you can find me every week on Frazzlecast on Thursdays, where I'm talking with people from the community, talking with like trying. I'm I'm trying this year to get everybody that I know on the show. So I mean, not at the same time that I've tried in the past. That is a chaos. But you can find that at gnomepodcast.com and everything for me at frazzly.com. All right. At the start of the show tonight, I did my, I just did a shout out early, so I'm going to do it again here. 
Uh, shout out to Kara for hooking me up with a website to host and then auto host it to other places for audio. It means a little extra work on my end, but honestly, not all that much. It's my my way of doing it is probably weird, so maybe a little bit extra just to rip the audio because I don't record audio separate. But it is what it is. So thank you for that. Shout out to you. Outside of that, getting a hold of me, Twitter is honestly the easiest way, at Draven Dresden. As long as you're polite, we could have a conversation. Very few topics are off limits. There are some that are. I don't need nudie pics. So stop sending them to me, Barf. <laughs> It's, it's it's funny. I was about to key up my mic and say, "Hey, man, too late." But I was like, "You know what? I'm not. I'm going to hold that one back." And then you were like, "Here's the joke." Yep. <laughs> um. Other than that, uh, we have a Patreon for the show. Patreon.com/slash/podcastepicfail. One dollar a month, two, five. You know, whatever you decide. It means way more than you could imagine because of reasons that I will eventually maybe someday actually get go into. But until then, there's a teaser. I'm going to look at you like you're crazy. Because you must be at that point. But I will still say thank you. So thank you for everyone. The most recent person has asked me not to name them, so I won't. But I will say thank you again to them. We have a Discord. Bit.ly slash Discord. It's a small Discord. That's fine. Every now and then you'll get a random, you know, this is funny, or hey, we're doing this over here, or here's a, someone promoting their stream, which is great. Love it. And the opening theme song, which I was so tempted to edit and make a new one for this week, but I just didn't. I didn't have time. It's found from bensound.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0, aka give them credit. You can use it. Funny how that works. Wow. I know. It's so nice. I love it. And is it a uh, slice Julianne Fries? No, it's a, it's digital. Oh. It's not the magic lamp from Aladdin. Come on now. Oh, God. looking <laughs> 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 I'm still Disney. seeing it. I will go Disney. if... Disney, if, I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of all your stuff. I like Marvel and stuff if, like that. What the heck did you do to Genie? I don't care if it's Will Smith. <laughs> He's an overgrown Smurf with bad CG. If they cast Gilbert Gottfried, I'm in for the. Parent. What are you saying? I have Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. That's all I need. The entire rest of the movie could be cast by fifth graders that they hired as they were walking off the playground. I do not care if they bring in Gilbert to play the bird. They have my dollars. It's my uh, I only signed up for fifteen million. What if he recites lines from Fifty Shades of Grey during the movie? <laughs> I mean, I'm familiar with Gilbert Gottfried's comedic stylings, so not out of the realm of possibilities. But yeah, it's it's Disney. I don't know. I just you. Oh, I'm not even gonna get into it. So outside of the terrible CG work on Will Smith Genie, do we have any last words for the show? Because if not, I have some very good ones that you guys won't be able to hear because it'll be
be through an audio thing. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? Don't get eliminated! You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. <laughs>